Welcome to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alex. And if you're not familiar with the format of this podcast, it's oriented towards orientated. I get that. I mix that up every now and then. But it's geared towards professional development in and out of, around, through, up and down corporate. Okay? Recognize that we're all born into this corporate world order. And that corporate war is the steady state of all life. If you can hear me on a phone, you had to, if, or I guess if you could hear this audio recording, you had to transact some type of value, some type of currency exchange, some form of monetary value paying it to someone or owing it to someone for you to be able to get this information that's corporate you are in the system no matter how far you venture to quote unquote get off of the grid <laughs> to live off grid oh yeah well with fucking what right so if you can hear my words you're already cursed it's like it's like finding your lord and savior right it's it's like the 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 tale of our Native American brethren, who, um, brethren and sistren, brethren and, 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 yeah, just our Native American folks, our family, if you will, because we're all one under God, right? We're all brothers and sisters. But there is a tale that says uh, once some type of, um, what do you call them? Missionary, a missionary approached an Indian tribe and was recruiting for Christianity, for Catholicism, for Jesus Christ, right? Was proselytizing and spreading the word. And in one of those instances, he approached a, uh, an older, an older, strong, bold looking Native American man, one who had learned English over time because of how they interacted and communicated with Anglo-Saxons, right? So they learned to communicate to an extent and I guess whatever voids there might have been, whatever holes in communication there was, well, I'm, I'm sure you might be familiar with how folks communicate if they don't have enough language shared between one another. There's, there's hand signs, there's drawings, there's depictions, illustrations, what have you, right? But they learn to communicate rather fluently, right? Rather fluidly and fluently. And on one such occasion, the Anglo-Saxon tells our Native American brethren that um, begins to recount them. Begins to recount to them, essentially converting them. And where our Native American brother was once steadfast and held tight onto his beliefs of how the world was created and how nature actually ran its course and the spirits that embodied 
natural processes that our eyes might be cannot identify or understand or begin to comprehend but in native american lore it was it was comprehensive it was fully fleshed out and it was colorful it was vibrant right right i'm i'm, I'm being a little i'm being a little exaggerated i'm putting some sour cream on on your fucking plate right i'm putting some guacamole and sour cream on your burrito if you will right because it's a fucking story right okay so on this occasion our anglo-saxon is recounting the uh the trials and tribulations of of jesus christ and how on calvary jesus was crucified as a, as a sacrifice essentially for our sins you know by his blood christians are redeemed and and because he paid for our sins with his death with his life right essentially invested his life so that in death we might all be able to benefit for the deal that he brokered hmm you see the deal that he brokered a businessman through and through probably capitalist too but motherfuckers want to say he's a socialist motherfuckers want to say he's a hippie well i mean you can be you can still be capitalist it's all it's all capitalist underpinnings okay without business you got dick literally in your hand nothing you're just sitting on your thumb dick in your hand it's one violent bloody deadly circle jerk where it always leads to starvation and genocide so it's capitalism or bust all right <laughs> I like that, that that pun capitalism or bust anyways don't bust retain anyways <clears throat> our bro our Native American brethren is hearing is hearing everything that Jesus Christ lived through and experienced as as a heavenly spirit animating a physical body right and and the absolute punishment and torture that Jesus Christ underwent in his last days, in his last hours, last minutes of life. And, um, and hearing about this, hearing about this, the Native American, once the, the, the stone face, bold and stoic, begins to, to tear up. And a tear rolls down his cheek and he and he begins to cry. He begins to sob. And um, and the Christian missionary is, is, is he's surprised. He's he's taken aback. He's I mean, this is supposed to be a, a story of, of joy, a story that inspires, a story to 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 in to bring peace, right? A story that evokes calm and virtue and uh, what's the term I'm calling for that that, that, that calls for reverence and it and, and really is is meant to um, to console to console humans living in the human condition humans living in a fallen state born sinners it's meant to console us right because we're we're born dirty and i i know firsthand 
that we're born dirty. And growing up, we are to learn from those that are better than us. What I mean by better, I don't mean like better status-wise. They got this, you know, social uh, hierarchy. They got more cars, more money, more houses. You know, like that's that's better. Okay, materialistically, superficially, but I mean better as a person, better as a human, spiritually wholesome. Those are the folks that we are meant to learn from, and Jesus Christ, He checked all those boxes. Right? Starting with the most wholesome. Starting with the most spiritual. You see where he was a traveling journeyman with a message to spread. He might not have had the the financial backing and the financial monetary means to to claim that he was a, a rich and wealthy person. But because of his spirit, he was, he was rich in the power of God. He was wealthy in the power of God. And still, you know, God's plans were to use Jesus Christ, Jesus of Nazareth, as an example. As an example of how the world pays virtue. The kind of respect that the world pays virtue the world born sinners right because it's it's human nature to an extent it's human nature to be selfish it's human nature to be individualistic unless you learn early on and for some you know for some it is i'm not going to say it's rare but it's um it becomes harder to learn later on in life when a person is set in their ways becomes harder to learn to collaborate, to learn to work together, to learn to ask for assistance, to learn to contribute, to want to share, to invest in someone else that's not ourselves. Yeah, it's, it's, it's difficult. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. And going back to this story, the Native American is crying. He's sobbing, I mentioned. He's like audibly loud. Like my homie is wailing, like he's he, he he feels Jesus Christ's pain and what he went through. I mean, this this man is is spiritually has become tied to this person who once lived named Jesus Christ and is able to internalize what he felt, his pain. And the Christian is surprised. I mean, that's not the reaction he expected. He, he, he expected a, a, a yes, please. Like, I, I'm ready to be saved. I'm ready to convert. I'm, I'm ready to proclaim Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Like, that's what the missionary was expecting. Not, not our Native American friend to cry about it. And he asked them. He asked them, why? Why cry? This is a, a, a joyous occasion. This is a, 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 an occasion, a moment to celebrate for. This is what we are alive for. It's to spread the gospel and word of God. He asked them why. And the Native American, he, he stopped. He paused for a little bit. He wiped the tears from his eyes. The snot from his nose, the spit from his mouth. 
because he was crying. He was wailing. He was sobbing. And he looks up at the missionary and he, he says, If you hadn't told me about Jesus Christ and I wasn't persuaded to be saved, would I go to hell? And the missionary said, well, if, if you died not knowing Jesus Christ, if you died not being saved directly, if, you know, consciously, unconsciously, I suppose, as opposed to consciously turning your back once you learned and came to know Jesus Christ or the Christ. He said, I suppose you wouldn't go to hell, right? If, if you didn't know who Jesus Christ was and why the Christ is so important. And that's when our Native American brother tells the Christian missionary, well, well, why even tell me? Why did you tell me? What good does it do to tell me now? <laughs> you see, our Native American brother had gone through his entire life, his entire life with the knowledge, the upbringing, the cultural and social norms, the education, the, the, the understanding of the world as he knew it via his own lived experiences, his own customs and traditions, Native American, if you will. And all of that was thrown into confusion. All of that was, was a cause for conflict in the face of the teachings of the gospel, right? Now, now I'm not here to convince you to convert. I'm not here to persuade you, though, I mean, it's in your best interest to understand the teachings of Christ and whether or not you choose to follow them. I mean, that's on you. The same goes for Abraham. The same goes for Muhammad. Understand and internalize those that are meant, are meant to promote mutual benefit are meant to facilitate transactions, are teachings and rules that you can universalize across all humans who live together on this plane called Earth and suffer from the same human condition as everyone else. That is the consummate professional. That is someone who can, who can work with and interact with anyone, with everyone from all walks of life, from diverse backgrounds. I mean, that's essentially the, the, the motherfucker that you claim to be when you apply for a job, when you go and interview. That's the person you claim to be in your cover letter. Hi, my name is Alex, and I have experience working with a diverse with the with the <laughs> diverse people, people from diverse backgrounds, 
and I strive to be a better communicator with every interaction, right? That's the person you claim to be. So you might as well live it. Might as well be that person. If you claim it, I mean, because you cannot fake it forever. You can't. You won't be able to. Business is war. And so long as you're talking business, everybody knows what conflict looks like. Everybody knows what war looks like. For some it's small, for some it's big, for some it's hot, for some it's cold. But everybody lives it. Everybody's a born sinner. Human nature is selfish. And what is war if not selfish? Business is war. But it takes the consummate professional to take care of business. And so business can take care of them. So that business, in turn, can take care of them. You gotta mind your business. Tend to your business. Invest in your business. Grow your business. And make your business everybody else's business. Not, not immediately. Don't throw it in people's faces. And make other people's business your business. Incorporate bits and pieces of it. Spread and take over. Divide and multiply. Right? I mean, we've got dominion of everything that walks, crawls, flies, and swims. Supposedly. And humans also. Not direct. Not direct. But we all have dominion together. When that one fucker asked... Am I my brother's keeper? I mean, you kind of keep the books for everybody else, including yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been pocket watching and chose to end his life, right? <laughs> pocket watching for blessings. Oh, shit. Has that been 30 minutes, really? No, it's been 20 minutes. Well, we'll try to make this... Uh, this this episode rather quick. I've got about 10 minutes left. And really the format of this uh, podcast is taking questions from online and answering them. Now, I'm giving you a sneak peek into what a career consultant does, right? So we treat all these questions as if they came from a hypothetical client. And the client being hypothetical elicits a legal disclaimer that none of what I'm about to say should be construed as legal advice. If you have not retained us, if you have not engaged us as your corporate cowboys, as your consultants, I mean, you cannot use what we say as legal advice, as if our recommendation to you. This happens to be a generalized set of facts an incomplete question, if you will, and they're always incomplete because a, a service of this kind, career consulting, professional imaging, that's, it's unceasing, it's unending communication when you're dealing with the client. So just like the client's gotta be willing to invest in themselves completely, 
completely until they see it through. The recommendations that we give them is still in their hands to act on. We are just helping them make a more informed decision. So because these questions are written down in advance, they're online, we can't interact with this hypothetical client in real time and ask them questions in real time and ask them follow-up questions to those questions in real time, then all we've got to go on is what they wrote. Now, it gives me an opportunity to really flesh out what it is I would want to understand, what I would want to know, what I would like to know regarding their situation so that the decision is more informed, that the recommendation is more nuanced and thorough and thought out so that when push comes to shove, so that when plan becomes time for action, the client is confident in their own abilities without feeling pressured to act. It'll be as if they thought of it naturally. That's what they pay us for. It's a form of inception, but it's not, you know, it's not actually artificially inception. It's a form of inception. The seed is there. Everybody has a million dollar idea. That has been an overarching theme of the podcast. Everyone has an over, everyone has an, I want to say over a million, but at least one, one million dollar idea. Everybody has one. It's just a matter of discovering it. Sometimes it hasn't taken root yet. It's still a seed. But to discover it, you've got to turn over every stone. You've got to analyze, must analyze the situation from every angle. Every angle possible. Every reasonable angle. I mean, for some, you know, the, the, the consults are time-bound because they've got a promotion coming up in the near future. So we work with what we got. And we work, you know, up to the wire, essentially. But it's worth it. It's worth it. Even if they choose not to act, the fact that they put the work and the legwork and the fact that they are vested in their progress and their advancement, to me, lets me know that they're taking business seriously. Right? And if the solutions that we offer feel... I'm not going to say extreme. I mean, we do try to tailor them so that it's not like a, a, a wicked jump from like one day to the next and you show up to work and one day you're Alex and the next day you're Mr. Hyde, you know, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Mr. Hyde. That's not what you want, right? Because if you feel out of your skin, out, out of your, out of your, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Yeah, out of your skin, I guess. There's a difference between being, between operating outside your comfort zone and then growing comfortable, learning to be comfortable, as opposed to really just working outside your jurisdiction, not having the jurisdiction to act and, and still acting on it. That's beyond being uncomfortable. That's being ineffective. That's being incapable. And... Well, if you act in that situation, you're, you're really just setting yourself up for failure. Okay? 
So, uh, today's question. Well, I guess before I proceed, I'll finish up my legal disclaimer. So, uh, we do not condone any wrongful activity. We do not promote any illicit activity, right? Um, I got five minutes left. I might as well just plug the socials and bounce, right? <laughs> Alex really took up half an hour with a story about about our homie Squanto, who was converted to Catholicism. It probably wasn't Squanto. I'm just making it up. But it, it's a story that I heard. I, I forget where I heard it from. But um, it may or may not be real life. It may or may not be reality. And then just giving you the uh, the layout of what the podcast is like and what you can expect and why you should continue listening. Share it with your friends, your family. If you don't have a circle of peeps that you can chop game with and bullshit about your job, about your work, about operating in corporate, if you don't have folks that you can trust, right? You don't necessarily have to break it down to uh, to to figures, to numbers. But how much money are you making? How much time are you fucking doing? No, nah, I mean, it, it's time. It's time we think of business as a form of art, right? And conceptualize really, really take business and conceptualize it as as processes that can be broken down. Just like people, just like people can be profiled, like there are expert profiles, there are criminal profiles, there are uh, social profiles, profilers, there are criminal profilers. Is that a tongue twister? Maybe I'm getting tired, but I'm filling 30 minutes of dead air with nothing but my voice. So if you don't have a circle of homies that you can converse with and discuss possibilities, moves to make, in corporate, you've got me. You've got me. Granted, it's only one way because, well, we can't talk together unless unless you approach me, but you've got me for free. 30-minute slots for free, right? I try to be as generous as I can with my time, and sometimes my uploads are, are more intermittent than I would like, but I'm trying to upload with some regular frequency okay so that you can at least um at least track where i am on this journey of attaining a state of consummate professionalism speaking of today's date is monday october 16 2023 you can find us online we're on instagram that's at Corporate Cowboys with the Z at the end. We are on Rumble also. You can find our videos there. A, uh, a running a running log of our podcast episodes. We're on Patreon as well. I uh, don't have really any content. I, I've, I've, it's, all, it's all clean. It's all clean there. And really that's just to subscribe and support the cause. Any money that comes in from subscriptions, from donations, it all goes into business expenses and legal fees. So we buy um, 
stationery and staplers and paper weights and other modular items that we can build from from 80 <laughs> percent you can write to us too if you if you feel like just give us a little time to respond because the mail has to be forwarded once or twice and you can send it to p.o box 3372 rancho cordova california 95741 that's a small um, it's a small suburb outside of sacramento where i used to stay near when i lived on the east coast no i'm sorry when i lived on the west coast i guess without further ado i'm going to wish you a good night i know it's not a full 30 minutes but i got 1 minute left what can i do in 1 minute for you that i can't do by giving you that 1 minute and set you off on your journey start from season one episode one if you have the time i mean back then it was a lot more philosophical you thought today was philosophy start start at 1.1 the skeleton key i'll see you back here next time